what we can do is we can find patience in ourselves and the ability to wait for the perfect setup. We can learn ourselves to such a level that we don't get affected by what the market does. What we do is we find a way to keep ourselves patiently distracted until our trade setups appear and we respond as we have been trained to do. And in doing so, we are no longer expecting the market to do anything. We are simply sitting by and watching it and responding when something may present that is what we want. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, and you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to The Success Shift. My name is Jake. We're back here on Tuesday for another lovely day. Um, I am so grateful that my summer has been extended. I thought it was over. And for those of you that know me being from Australia, loving the beach and the hot weather, uh, going into a European winter is something that I like to prolong as best I can, so much so that I'm running away from it this year. Um, But it has been nice. The last few weeks have stayed warm and sunny, so I am forever grateful. Um, I'm also grateful for family near and far. We were just talking um, before this call started with a couple of the people who are regulars showing up here every morning um, about family and how nice it is to come and go back and see family. And uh, yeah, I have a huge family back home and um, I'm very excited to go spend Christmas with them this coming Christmas and just grateful to have the ability to keep in touch, keep communication and, and, you know, keep everything going as it should be um, as best, as best we can with the lovely web and stuff like that. So very grateful for my family. It's growing. Uh, my sister, you may be aware, had her baby and, you know, I've had mine. And so now it's going to be a really big, exciting Christmas. And it's nice to be able to see pictures and updates and all that, the lovely sorts over the net. So I'm grateful for family today. Chuck in the, the chat what you are grateful for. Uh, grateful for change coming up this week. Yes, change is always amazing. Grateful for a beautiful fall day. So grateful for family and being able to visit and reconnect with them while on holidays. Yeah, lots of people happy about family today. Okay, so today we are going to talk about something um, that I think is very important for all aspects of life, not just trading, but as we know, trading is the best personal development program. So anything that's beneficial in trading is usually going to be beneficial in life and uh, vice versa. Any traits and lessons you can pick up along the way from entrepreneurial mindset, develop personal development, all that sort of stuff is almost directly going to be relatable and beneficial to your trading ability. So what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about patience. I'll chuck some ones in the chat if you feel you could do with some more patience. 
both on the charts and in general life. I'm just going to charge my phone. Yep, got some ones coming through there. I was expecting that. Uh, I definitely know that along my trading journey, I have had to increase my patience drastically. And whilst I feel I can be very patient uh, at some aspects, I know for a fact that I can be very impatient in other areas. Um, and finding that balance has been one big personal development for me uh, that I've been trying to continue to to get better at. Um, but one thing that I've noticed, okay, so why are we talking about patience today? So I was looking and reviewing, as I like to do, my charts, the week, uh, the, the trades, the days that um, have been good, the days that have been bad, I, and I recommend everyone do the same thing. But since my, let's say, transformation into very disciplined and progressive trading and um, the progress that I've had, I've been consistently making good trades, but I have had bad days. There has been a couple, actually. Um, and... One thing that I noticed about both of those days was that it was because I was being impatient. I have noticed that the few days where I have had mistakes and I have fallen back or, or, or I have had um, a loss or I've needed to do um, some extra trading is when I have been impatient. Uh, one of them, I wanted to get on the charts and I wanted to be in and out really quickly because I had something else I wanted to do. And so I jumped into a trade, this turned around on me um, and because I was quite rushed. I didn't take my exit and this took a full stop loss. And then from that, I was trying, okay, right now I want to try and get back into this trade and try to make up for that foolishness. And, you know, the cycle begins. And and luckily I was able to acknowledge that cycle and step away before it was damaging. But this comes down to that patience, that, that patience on entries, that patience with ourselves, the patience on a micro and a macro level. Okay. So, there is this thing that I'll I'll may as well mention it now that I'm going to call the patience paradox, um, and this is the the concept that we want trading to be successful for us, and we want it to make us all this money, and we want it so bad, and we want it now, and we want it to happen as soon as possible. But the problem is, this creates an impatience on the charts, and the more impatient we are while we're trading the more patience we're going to need for it to play out. And it kind of works in this back and forth method where if we're super patient on the charts, we won't have to wait long for the success in trading as a whole. But the problem is we all want it now and we need it to work so much. And, you know, that need, that that grasping, we've spoke about this before where you grasp something, it kind of, you know, you can't grasp water, it splashes away. And the same kind of thing, that need for it to work is the very thing that's pushing it away. That impatience for your entries and your trades um, is the is the very thing? Oh, am I still here? Can someone just chuck some ones in the chat if you can hear me? My computer's blipping away. Yep, ones. Okay, good. Sorry, I'm being told that my internet's dropping out. Um, so the very thing that's um that's that's holding us back is the thing that we need, right? So I want to be a six figure trader in six months. Okay, but I don't have the patience to wait out an hour to look for my trade. Okay, well, it's never going to happen, right? We're, we're, we're trying to jump in too soon and we're hitting the button over and over again. And then this is creating us this kind of limbo stage where our impatience for individual charts are making us need a lot more patience for the overall success. 
vice versa. If we have the patients for the individual trades, we're only taking one or two. We don't need to see the the 10% days. We we just chip away at it slowly and happily and with patience and with with um with gratitude, then that compounds and the effect of compound um, interest works out. But the more we like, okay, I need these bigger wins or I need more wins or I need I need it to happen today forces us to make mistakes, forces us to take losses, forces us to in turn prolong the outcome of, of what is trading. So this is that kind of patience paradox that I'm going to probably refer to a couple of times. And it's a very interesting concept. And similar to um, Alan Watts's The Backwards Law, we spoke about that in the past, where needing and trying very hard for something is the very thing that pushes it away. And so there's a few different areas that we can look at this, okay? Um, and how do we become more patient, I suppose, is the number one question that we're going to be asking. And Alex Hermosi, love that guy. He's always coming out with golden nuggets. And he was talking a little bit about this concept um, relative to the marshmallow experiment. Do you want to know the marshmallow experiment where they put a kid in a room with a marshmallow and they say, if you uh, can wait long enough, then you'll get two. And they just to see the behavior of children and, and what their outcome was. And, you know, if they waited, some of them waited, they got another one. I, I think at one point, or I heard that the experiment was, there wasn't going to be a time they came back to give them another one. It was just how long they could wait. Anyway, what they found was the the kids who succeeded and did really well in that, it wasn't so much about anything internal, but their ability to distract themselves. So what they were doing was they were finding something to do with that time. So they weren't just sitting there going, I'm going to be patient and staring at this marshmallow because the kids who did that, they succumbed to their decision fatigue and they ate the marshmallow, right? But the ones who were able to distract themselves, to play a game, to put it in their pocket, to hide it, to remove it from their environment so it's out of sight, all these kinds of things that we talk about on, on this call were ways that they could improve their patience, okay? Out of sight, out of mind. You know that saying? Um, they're, they're, they were not succumbing to their environment by changing their environment so they could do what's best for them. And so one thing we can look at doing is it's not about just having the ability to stare at the charts and be patient for the perfect entries. It's what you're doing while you're on the charts as well. Now, there is going to be a bit of a contradiction of thoughts. Now, I'm going to say what you do with your time to distract you from staring at the candles closure. But I don't mean sit on the charts and eat your food and check Facebook and do those things that aren't focused on trading. I mean, look at the charts, understand that maybe your setup is not in this near environment. So what can I do to gather more information as to bits, let's say bits and pieces that will benefit me so that I can make a better educated decision in the near future when price moves in one of two directions and hopefully comes closer to a trade setup. So let's say that I'm looking at the charts. It's in between two EMAs. It's in the middle of no man's land. Maybe it's taken off and I've missed the chart, missed the trade. I've got two options now. I sit here and I analyze every single candle, seeing if there's an opportunity for me to jump in, hoping that I can jump onto this trade and catch whatever is, is left of it, probably without the proper analysis, but more with the emotion that I'm missing out. And so therefore, I want to find a justification that allows me to chase this market. Check some ones in the chat if you've been down that path. I know I definitely have and did for a long time of my trading. The other alternative, yeah, I've got some ones coming in. Okay, the other alternative is we look at the chart and go, well, I missed that. Not a problem. Let's have a look to see 
what I can forecast from here. Okay, it's going to go, either go up or down. It's going to stop here. Maybe it's going to pull back to my EMA. When it does that, it may give the price action candle that I want. And then why don't we measure from here? Okay, if it does that, what's the stop loss going to be? It's going to be this. Okay, what's the target going to be? Okay, so if it comes back here and closes with roughly this size, then yes, I can enter it. Let me check the news. I know we had news maybe coming up. How far have we got to the news? Okay, let me just go up to some higher time frames and double check. Is there any major things that I'm missing? Is there a higher time frame EMA? Is there big daily structure that I haven't seen yet? I know that trade's not going to set up right this second. So I'm going to go find other information to help protect me and to make better educated trades in the coming future. I've forecasted that maybe in five to 10 minutes, it'll pull back up. To here or it will push down and be over oversold so i can take a counter trend trade which matches my trading plan but until those five to ten minutes happen i'm going to go and do something else i'm going to distract myself with gathering more information with filling up my cup with knowledge so that i can then take a better educated trade in the future you see there's two scenarios here one is a distraction method where you're utilizing your time to look for other bits of information and do something so you're not sitting there staring at the chart at every tick, because I'm sure you can agree that when you've been in that situation, and I've been there, when you're looking at the candle, every single tick, you're like, okay, well, right now it's bullish engulfing. Maybe actually I can reanalyze and maybe I can jump in here. Oh, no, it's gone down again because it was just a pullback. Now it's, oh, now it could possibly, no, no. And then you get into this state of chasing that market, waiting, completely impatient, and just hoping that something presents itself. Okay. What's the problem with this? Well, this is where decision fatigue comes in, okay? So we spoke about this a lot. You need, you don't need willpower if you know how to distract yourself. You don't need pure willpower if you can keep yourself preoccupied with the right things. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying just go to the toilet. I'm not saying go get food. I'm saying do things that are going to help this situation that aren't directly related to do should I buy now or should I sell now? Okay. Once you understand this and you realize that you don't need the willpower if you're being preoccupied, then you don't have to go, oh, I'm impatient. I can't just stand, sit here and watch. You can find other things. You can find distractions, okay? And when you do that, so decision fatigue goes away or is minimized, shall I say, because decision fatigue is basically just the whittling away of your willpower. We often think, oh, I have no willpower. I'm not disciplined. I don't have this. But it's more about what we're putting our mental energy towards during the time when we're on the charts. Okay. I'm sure you've heard we're paid for our patience, right? And it's so true. I think Charlie Munger said, the big money is not in the buying and the selling. It's in the waiting. And you might be able to find trades. If we take it back to trading, you might be able to find trades that are, that are legitimate. And you might be able to scalp four or five trades out of them. Okay, you do that. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of stress. Every time you put jump into a trade, you are risking the market doing something that's unpredictable. We've got to understand this is probability. So we might be able to find these small trades that, yeah, they kind of match, but they're not perfect. And then anything, can, remember, anything can happen at any moment. You can have, like literally this morning, I was in a trade and I was doing well and I was hovering over to drop my stop loss really tight. And then all of a sudden, this candle just pushed up about 15 points, tagged my stop loss, took me out with some with a loss of spread and then came back down to where it was. Someone obviously put in a big order. It happened not just on my broker, it happened on a few charts and I was like, okay, something's happened. I missed it. It took me out. It was unpredictable and I wasn't prepared for that. Luckily, I still made profit and all that. But the point I'm trying to make here is that 
anything can happen at any time in the markets. And so if we're trying to squeeze out like, yes, this is a bearish engulfing. Yes, there is seven points. I could maximize that, but anything can happen. So every time we're in a trade, we're putting risk into the markets that no matter any time at whatever time someone can do something that's going to be unpredictable and then we'll be risking the money. So why do we do that? Why do we continue to jump into these little shitty trades and try to chip away at these really not so perfect um, scenarios when we can have patience, we can wait for the big money. We can wait. Okay. This is really matching everything I want. There's plenty of room. I may have had to wait and, and, you know, handball or dismiss four or five trades before this because it wasn't quite perfect, but this one's really nice. And if it goes, it goes. I think it was just yesterday we were watching the charts. Patience, it pre presented itself. And unfortunately, I was a little bit impatient. I saw it bouncing around a level. I got a bit fearful. I moved my stop loss. I got taken out. But the, if you had the patience, that move went 75 points. It was like one and done kind of trade. All about having patience. So I hope this makes sense to people. Please chuck some ones in the chat if this is making sense. If you understand the difference between having patience and the willpower just to not enter or gathering more information and distracting yourself. Remember, this is trading is such a personal thing. We don't have to, there's no one size fits all sets of rules. It's learning yourself. If you are the person who can't stand watching the charts and watching every tick and not enter, then find a way to distract yourself from the tick by tick process that is scalping and gather more information. Look at other aspects. Do Another quick top-down analysis. Get good at flicking back to timeframes. Get good at taking your mind off the, okay, I know for a fact that I won't want to take a trade until it comes up here or comes down to this level. So until that happens, I don't need to be analyzing what's happening. I'm going to have the patience to wait for it to do those things. Okay. Patience, love of life, fulfillment of joy. So when we have patience for long-term things, so I just look at my notes, um, it, it generally becomes a much better achievement or feeling, shall we say. Like, the, think about the things in life that really take time and how good they are compared to the things that are done instantly. And so if we can understand this, then we can go, okay, becoming a millionaire, let's say, is an amazing achievement. What happens if you do that in six months? What, what are you going to do next? Like, what's the plan? You have to come up with something else, right? We have to understand that these incredible, amazing things do take time. Finding true love, starting a family, you know, having life fulfillment, real joy, traveling, all these kinds of big things, they don't just happen overnight. You know, you plan, you prep, you organize, then you do the thing and, and you, you experience it. And this comes from patience, okay? The more patience we have, the better the experience, the outcome is going to be, and the better the experience is. And this comes from a macro, a macro size to a micro size as well. So, you know, we often think about this, let's take it down to like road rage, for example, people are getting so frustrated and agitated because they don't have patience in the smallest things. Like, okay, who gives a shit if you're two minutes late to work? Like since there's nothing you can do about it. Why choose to be angry? And this comes into your decision to respond to the particular outcome that is at hand. If you have more patience, it's much easier to choose to be happy to be living free to to not get frustrated by the things and i've got in here that you know frustration comes from the combination of expectation versus reality combined with time we get frustrated because something's not happening in the time frame that we expect it to and this creates so much frustration think about it in your own life 
I'm now mad because I expected this would take this long and it's not. There's been something that I cannot control. And now I'm frustrated because it's taking longer and this is messing with my environment, my plan, my objective, whatever it is. And this really is like the key aspect to like frustration in life. One, one, one was feeding Malia a bottle, but here are my ones for everything. Lol. <laughs> that's okay. I'm happy to wait for it. I'm patient. I'm patient, Kayla. No, that's awesome. Um, you know, it does. It, it's the, it's the usage of time or let's say the misusage of time that gets so many of us so frustrated. If you think that I should be able to get this done in this amount of time and you don't, then there's some level of, oh, what did I do wrong? How am I not achieving? Or vice versa. If you're spending a bunch of time doing nothing, you're like, oh, I'm wasting time. Why am I wasting this time? And it creates that frustration. Okay, but we have to have patience in ourselves, patience in our ability, patience in uh, our goals and objectives, and patience in the rest of the world as well. We can't control what happens around us, but we can control how we respond to what happens around us. So let's say you're driving to work and there's an accident up ahead. You've got a choice in that time to go, ah, this sucks. Get out of my way. I'm going to be late. I have no patience. I'm now frustrated. I'm going to move into my workday pissed off and mad at the world. Or, well, not much I can do about this. I may as well just enjoy the extra time I've got and work and deal with the consequences when they come. It may be bad. It may not be. Who cares? Who knows? Okay. So it comes from it, patience really comes from this deeper understanding, this deeper understanding that everything in life just happens. And it's only when we lose control that we get frustrated. I think it was Viktor Frankl. He was said, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. And boy, is this not true. Okay. If we are no longer able to change the situation, we have to change ourselves. We have to change how we respond to something. We have to change how we react to something. We have to change how we perceive the situation and what we're going to do about it. And this could not be any more true for the charts. We cannot control what the charts do. We cannot make them go up. We cannot make them go down. We cannot make them pause. We cannot make them move very, very quickly and give us lots of money. If we could, I'd tell you about it and we'd be billionaires. What we can do, however, is... Sorry, my leg is falling asleep. What we can do is we can find patience in ourselves and the ability to wait for the perfect setup. We can learn ourselves to such a level that we don't get affected by what the market does. What we do is we find a way to keep ourselves patiently distracted until our trade setups appear and we respond as we have been trained to do. And in doing so, we are no longer expecting the market to do anything. We are simply sitting by and watching it and responding when something may present that is what we want. We change how we respond and behave to what the market does. We change how we respond and behave to our losses. We change how we respond and behave to our wins because those are things that we have very little control over. Yes, of course, we can choose when to enter. We can choose where to put our stop loss. We can choose where to exit a trade. And these are all things that we have to learn. But we cannot choose the way the market moves, but we can choose how we respond to that. Okay. And this is what's going to help us with the patience. If we have the patience to wait with discipline for our perfect setup, we have the patience to not need trading to be a millionaire overnight kind of thing. And we have the patience with ourselves for the learning process. Then we are going to see the growth. We are going to see 
the, the yeah, just the growth in every aspect. We're going to see the growth in the account. We're going to see the growth in our success. We're going to see the growth in in our confidence. And with action comes confidence. And the more we do something, do an actionable task with patience and diligence in the right manner, we build the confidence and that confidence allows us to do it again. And so we need the patience to take the right action to build the confidence so that we can be more patient, wait for the perfect setup, take the action and build that confidence. And it's a bit of a loop here. Okay. On the contrary, impatience here is the unwillingness to let life be, let life go as it happens. So if we are impatient, impatient, it means we are unwilling to allow life to move. And if we take it to the charts, we are unwilling to allow the charts to move in the way that it's going to move. And that unwillingness is what causes that frustration because, again, when you relate it to time, we have this inconsistency between expectations and reality. Change your attitude towards the situation, okay? We cannot change the situation, but we can change our reaction and our behaviors towards the situation. We must have the patience on the charts, the patience to allow the trades to set up. Few times I've made mistakes in this last couple of weeks has been when I have been impatient and it has affected not only that trade, but it's affected the next trade and the next trade. And those are the days that we need to curb and address. And those are the days where we need to look into uh, our emotions. And those are the days where we will really see um, an expansion in our trading. Okay. That's bringing us to the end of this episode. Um, I could probably go on rambling about this for ages because it really is important to understand the more patient we are with our trading, the faster we will grow those accounts. Yes, it is the patience paradox that I don't know if it's a real thing or not, but I'm calling it the trading patience paradox. It is real. I've experienced it. The more patience we have for our trades, the faster we'll grow that account. Okay. So to those traders who are on with us right now, make sure that you have your journal out in front of you right here, ready to journal your emotions. Make sure that you have done your lot size calculations, done your brain warm up, make sure that you're in the right state of mind, make sure that you have your trading plan in front of you and it has been read and you understand why everything on there is on there and you've done every little bit that you need to do as part of your routine. Make sure that you are looking out for the points, but make sure you are patient and only waiting for the best. Okay. For those listening on the podcast, much love. We'll speak again tomorrow. For now, bye.